welcome Elder Emos. I'm your host, Samit. And I'm Brittany. And on tonight's episode of the Elder Emo Hours podcast, we have Aaron from the band What Makes Sense. How are you, bud? Thanks. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, this is We're great. so excited I, you're here. We've been, we've, like we were talking about before, we've been playing tag on like just getting on this episode. Um, I've also seen, I was listening to your, uh, your episode with Colin O'Captains. Um, that's just like a fraction of like the amazing roster that you guys have been interviewing. I know you're interviewing uh, in case we crash soon. Love Tomorrow. those guys. Fantastic band. Yeah. So Thank you for uh, having us be a part of it. I really yeah, appreciate of course, it. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. Well, like I said, uh, you have tackled my For You page to the point where consecutively for like 10 days in a row, <laughs> it was just you aggressively telling me to listen to your cover of Mess by The Real Friends. Like, so it was kind of like the world was like, talk to them, bring them on the show. And here we are. Here we are. It's great. I, I, I think this fits well. I, I hope... Uh, all elder emos can appreciate what makes sense. <laughs> well, I know I do because yeah, I've been listening you. to you guys on repeat. We play you on our emo nights. Um, I've been watching your music videos and things, tried to do some digging before we came to this interview. And I'm going to tell you what, your music videos, the two that I did watch, you guys seem like you're a lot of fun outside of the serious type of thing. Because um, what was it? Oh, Vicious Game? Where mm-hmm. it was just all of a battle all of it like it was so good i was cracking up i was we like actually, this is great we we just saw uh the guy who was yelling in that chris our, our producer chris paquette uh we actually just saw him this weekend um and again just it's always fun times with him just a lot of just raucous drinking and i mean we were recording but like <laughs> in the times that we weren't uh you know he's a, he's a lot of fun we went bowling with him out there so um we always have a, like a, a damn good time on uh on sets you know the, the two oh, times yeah. that we've done it in the past year <laughs> oh yeah and then what was what was the other one that was like you guys were hiding a body oh my god your window yes that one i was like it's rear that something that one i was i don't know what i was expecting but i wasn't expecting that and then i was like oh my god they're hiding a body like what's going on it was awesome <laughs> so funny yeah we we tried to we and we we talked at length about this there were like arguments about like what do we want to do for this because we want to it's based off of the movie rear wind rear window mm-hmm. which is like a classic movie it's a great movie um you know a little bit for like if you're used to movies these days it's a little bit slow but um fantastic plot i think it's it's filmed in such like a cool eerie way and so we were trying to like, all right, what can we do that's sort of similar to that? How do we look like that era? Um, so our friend Mike has uh, a house up here in upstate New York, and it's it was built like in the 70s. So it's straight up like kind of the vibe we're going for. And um, he was just like, yeah, whatever you guys need to do, just like <laughs> do it. So we set up, like cleared out his dining room and uh, just filming these videos. A lot of fun. I was going to say, it looks like it. It looked like it was a lot of fun. I was so intrigued by it too, just watching it. I was like, this is clever. Like, I really like this and the vibe of it and everything. Yeah. So awesome. let, let me let you in on a little secret about that. Um, don't tell me the body so, was real. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, if you want to get into that, that body was, um, I actually stringed that together. So I, at my friend's out, my friend, Mike, whose house it was, he had a tarp. Um, our videographer, Brandon Lane, brought uh, a rope because we were like, none of us just have like a rope hanging around. Uh, I don't know why he had one hanging around either. But um, so he <laughs> brings that. Questions. And then we're like, what do we do? How, how do we like, what do we fill this with? Because we were like, maybe we fill it with leaves, but there's going to be leaves falling out of the thing mm-hmm. when we're dragging it. Like, that's not going to be real. Um, so a while back, my my parents gave Mike a couch just to have like, look, we're done with this couch. Like cat scratch it all up, have it. So we took the, and that's now an outdoor couch. <laughs> so we took the pillows from that couch, put it in a tarp with a two by four to keep it all down and weighted. And that was the body. 
um miraculously nobody saw it like nobody saw the pillows inside so it worked but that's one of the easter eggs in it the other easter egg which is my favorite part about the video is our friend travis who uh he runs a tiktok page that's actually pretty successful for um what do they call those like water water or uh like sea do repairs yeah mm-hmm. in the summer he'll just buy them repair them for fun and then either resell them or use you know for his own recreation so he was filming some tiktoks that day at the house because he lives there with mike um he was dressed in the most ridiculous outfit for a tiktok that day i'm talking <laughs> swim cap like oakley sunglasses a crop top shirt he's a huge dude in like the smallest jean shorts you've ever seen on a man in crocs he makes a cameo in the video, but it's not visible to the naked eye. You have to actually slow the video down. It's near the end of the video. And we kind of did, uh, what's that, Fight Club? Yeah. Where they have like subliminal messages. So it's super quick at the end. And it, it just flashes a photo of him just standing in the living room in his ridiculous outfit. Oh I, would def- I definitely recommend slowing down on YouTube. It's probably like the last... 20 30 seconds of the video i'm definitely like, doing now that i'm gonna have to do that now because i didn't notice it when i first watched it and now i'm like wait a minute most absurd what? thing ever That's it's so uh funny. when our leads do you want me to tell you where it is or do you want to find it for yourself i want to try and find it for myself i think all that right, makes it more right. fun and if we can't find it we'll message you because we know where to find you okay like, hey, tell it's us where it's placed well with the lyrics that go before it that's okay. Only, okay. Let's see okay. I'll give you. Okay. So that's our mission, Britt. After this, we yep. need to go find yep. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everybody, go watch your window, and if if you find it, let us know, and you know we'll send you a sticker or something. Yeah. <laughs> a surprise for yay! You did it. You you found the half naked man. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Oh God. Well, that just kind of leads oh into. Goodness again like looking listening to your music videos and things like that watching them is like you guys seem like you're a whole lot of fun outside of everything else like you have a lot of fun with what you do personality wise tiktok wise and everything like you guys like you're just so much fun like i want to be your best friend at the end of the day. <laughs> me personal i mean you know it, it's music like we all have nine to five jobs you know you can't take life too seriously you can't have like an ego with this stuff so we just like make the most out of it. That's what we like doing. We like making music and we like having fun doing it. And, you know, if you're not having fun, then why even play music? True. Very true. Yeah. So piggybacking on that, tell us the story about you and what makes sense. What's the whole story behind that? How'd you guys meet? How'd you come up with the name? Who is what makes sense? Yeah. So um, what makes sense started a little bit before I joined. Um, so Adam and Avery, Adam's our lead singer, Avery's our lead guitarist. They went to college together, ended up meeting there. And, um, you know, we're just like, oh, like, you know, you like all the same bands that I like. Very cool. Uh, they ended up joining a band called One for the Braves, like back in the day and, you know, played a few shows, like had some, you know, were a part of some pretty kick-ass lineups. Um, and so they ended up, that band ended up disbanding. They ended up, um, you know, starting this new project and the name came from a Pentimento song. I think it's, uh, the song's called just friends. I think the, the course is like, uh, we're just, we're just friends. Like that seems to be what makes sense or something like that. And so that's what, uh, it came from. And so they released their first EP fear and loathing in the Northeast. I think it was around like November, 2019, um and you know they were still like a small project back then and um they added eddie our rhythm guitarist at the time you know they played their first show they didn't have a bassist yet um so they're kind of backtracking based and then i got asked to be a part of the band after avery and i were at a party actually at the house that we filmed uh rear window at funny enough and um, circle we, we ended up finding out that both of us loved we were sharks and um so he's like oh you actually like pop punk and i was like yeah man and um the next day he asked me to join the band and so i was like yeah sure like i, I wanted to be a part of the band i'm in another band and um you know it's it's like we can kind of play when we when we can um but i wanted to be in a band where it was just like let's you know let's actually like go in the studio and 
you know, I'll, I'll find the time, like I'll find the time if we want to go touring, I can take off time from work or, you know, do a music video, like that stuff's fun to me. Um, and so it was cool being a part of the project like that and being, you know, invited. Of course, it happened right before the pandemic, but, um, you know, you, you got to take your wins with your losses. Yeah, of course. Yeah, the pan- I feel like the pandemic, though, it, well, everybody took a hit from that. It also, like, I don't know if, like, fermented is the right word, but, like, it it had made so many more people grow and musicians and things like that. Like, so much came out of the pandemic that it's mm-hmm. insane and incredible like the amount of things that have come out of it because you would think that it, it would put a huge damper on things but it's like a lot of you artists and things took it as like a okay we're gonna take this downtime and we're gonna make something even more amazing and then it's like pandemic came to an end and it's like bam all of this really good stuff all at the same time so yeah I'm not sure if rear window would have happened if we hadn't been hit with that it was, it was very much in like its concept phase at the time um, when it hit. And basically I, I took like six months to just refine everything, like learn, learn the base parts and stuff. And we all kind of, you know, learned our, our parts and like refined over time. Um, Cause we weren't able to practice for a while too, you know, pretty much mm-hmm. from like March to June of that year. Then we started practicing again. It was, you know, it was just really refreshing. We hadn't, seen each other for a while and had been able to hang out and um what came out of it was vicious game and rear window and um i think a few other songs too that we haven't released yet so it was nice to like take a break and just um be able to kind of yeah to to your uh, point ferment and refine what Mm -hmm. we were doing and um i think we kind of developed a a better sound coming out of that and yeah it sucked we couldn't play shows and you know maybe it it temporarily dented our ability to reach more people, but, you know, we learned you had to pivot and be more on socials and, um, you know, just find people that way because you can't be touring all the time. You you can't be in front of people all the time. So how do you do that? Social media. So that actually leads into our next question. Like you're, you're just following along this track that we normally do. And it's like, you already know what it is. Talk to me well, about. I listen, to, I listen to your podcast, so. <laughs> so, so you know, <laughs> dang it, he knows all of our tricks now. I read your playbook. <laughs> dang it! But uh, so we we talked a little bit earlier about how you keep consistently popping up on our for you page uh, when it comes to like the newest single that you guys dropped out and everything of trying to get that um, out there, and you've been doing very well with that, if I might say so myself. But talk <laughs> to you. me about how how you feel social media is with music now, given what you would say to far the pandemic's concerned, you couldn't play shows. So you had to rely on social media. So what are your takes on that? Uh, it's huge. I mean, it's, it's also a, a tool for you to be able to establish a brand, even without meeting people in person. Um, That's it's valid. funny. Cause like, I'll, I'll see bands like, you know, real friends are on there. That's a band that we look up to. Young Culture, that's Young Culture and uh, Bearings, actually, who are on tour right now. But they're just pumping out amazing content recently. And um, it, it's funny because, like, standing back as a smaller band, you're like, why, why do you have to do that? Like, that, you guys are already big. Like, people are going to listen to you anyways. But um, it's their way to connect with fans. And um, so, you know, what, what for them is a way to, you know, have people be able to latch on more to their brand and, you know, find out more about the, uh, you know, their individual personalities or whatever. For us, it's a a discovery tool. Um, You know, it's been one of the primary ways that we've been able to gain more listeners and, um, you know, be able to show people that we're, you know, we're real people who make music. And if you like it, cool, like stick around. Uh, Instagram Reels has been an awesome tool for us. We had one video really just like blow up. And, um, you know, it got it, one of our slowest songs, slowest growing songs, just because it was released at a weird time was Vicious Game. Um, it was released like late October, early November. That's not usually known for like being a great PR month. I've been told by Adam, whose mom is a, a PR uh, agent. And so um, Perfect. it was like, all right, we want to release the song, but it worked. Instagram Reels like helped us basically within a few weeks uh more than doubled our listens on that and so it was it was great to see like people 
adding it to their playlists and, you know, enjoying it. Somebody listened to it one time, like 18 times in the course of like 17 or seven days or something like that. I'm like, damn. All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, you probably shouldn't there. look at my Spotify. We're just going to keep going because mine's <laughs> a lot more than that in a very small amount of time. <laughs> I, I love to hear that. Like it, that's just no pun intended, but it's music to my ears that, you know, somebody can latch onto a song like that and, you know, music's important to them. Oh yeah. And like I said, the first thing that I was introduced to you guys with was your cover that you've been promoting right now. That was the first thing that I had gotten. And then I went and looked and found you guys on Spotify. And then I found Vicious Game. And I was like, I remember saying to Brittany, I was like, dude, like, I love these guys. Like you have such like a, a nostalgic sound that's super catchy and super in right now. And like, it's like this, it, it reminded us of like when we were growing up, the stuff that we used to listen to all the time. So I was like, I was like, yeah, they're going to come into my new favorite. Like they're quickly coming up that ladder of my new favorite. Um, Thank you. Yeah. But I mean, Spotify, I mean, not Spotify. TikTok's one of those things that I feel like it's a blessing and a curse all at the same time. But I love the fact that it gives you guys the ability to be more close with your fans. Like it lets you have that connection piece to show that, hey, we're not just making music. Like you don't just see us on Spotify, but hey, we're real people at the end of the day. And I feel like that makes your fans fall in love with you more, not just for your music, but in, like with you guys as a band, because they can see who you are outside of it. Yeah. And it's it, it, the thing about it is finding a nice balance between like, I, I like every day I would love to be like, listen to our music, like here's our music video, you know, but that, that after a while that just gets annoying. So um, what else do you do? Just like be a regular person, do, do fun stuff on there. Um, and that would be my advice to like other musicians. We're not like huge on TikTok, but um, you know, I see a lot of people just kind of reposting like, here's my music video, listen to my band, like every other band's doing that. So how do you, how do you entertain people? That's, that's what we're in the business of doing is entertaining people. So we don't always have to do that with our music. We can entertain people with, you know, some skits or, you know, something to show a little bit of personality. Um, you know, oh, yeah. there's only like, you're always trying to look tough in a music video, right? So be like a regular person for once. <laughs> I never thought of it that way. How you're always trying to look tough in a music video. I was like, that, that makes so much more sense when you put it that way. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like we're all like, oh yeah, like <laughs> trying to be cool in the music video, but we're really. I mean, if we want to talk way, about the vicious all. game music video, like y'all were battling it out, so I feel like that's like oh, the that tough was... guy music video, <laughs> right there. Like after every take or during the takes, I should say, we were just saying the most preposterous stuff to each other to try to make each other laugh because everybody <laughs> was like trying to be, you know, zoned in and. And like not laugh. And our videographer was like, all right, guys, like lock it in. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so, so funny. That's perfect. That's the best. Um, now, one question that we love to ask, and I'm sure you heard this in the Calling All Captains interview, any of the other ones that you would listen to. Um, but one thing that we, Brittany and I always love to talk about is the MySpace days. Back in the day, yeah. the MySpace days how those were because being a we were a band during the myspace days and we didn't have nearly mm -hmm. half of anything that you guys have now no. to help get your music out and things like that and we consistently say if it wasn't for tiktok we wouldn't discover 98 percent of the incredible people that we have now so thank you tiktok wild, for right? putting them yeah right. thank because like we probably wouldn't have discovered you, if you unless you came through just randomly touring one time or something like that so it's like yeah. tiktok thank you we appreciate you mm -hmm. but did you have a tiktok back in, i mean not a tiktok a myspace back in the day yeah i did yeah <laughs> all I right i wasn't i wasn't that big of like a social media person back then um but like i did have one for sure and i would you know i'd check it every, every now and then so you were aware of the fact that your profile song was like your identity on myspace oh yeah so Let's ask you now, if you had a MySpace today, what would your profile song be? Oh, man. Um, now, I'll be transparent. It, like, I really latch on to songs. Like, once I find a song that I really love, I'll listen to it, like, at probably several times a day. 
for the course of a few weeks until I like don't like it. And then I'll revisit <laughs> it like a week later. I'll be like, I fucking love this. Yep, that's um, me. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess if I, if I wanted to go for more of like, a, this is my, this is my vibe. Like this is what I enjoy on a typical day. I'd probably go with something from the story so far. Um, Ooh, good probably call. Rome. Cause that makes me feel like running through a brick wall. That's just such a good song. That's a good way to put it. That's a good way. That's a good way to put it. I want to start throwing furniture when I hear that song. It's so good. <laughs> Get your hype. Yeah. Got it. So if you show up on and TikTok then one day that with a- And everybody my space is going to be hype too. Right. If you show up on TikTok with a random injury, we know that he was probably throwing shit in his house. Yeah. And because I was probably doing song. sober too. <laughs> Oh goodness! That's even worse. That's the the effect that song has has a grip on me. I'll tell you what. I mean, it's a good one. I'll give you that one. Um, That's usually a harder question for people, so I'm glad you were really quick to to answer on that one. (laughs) But we're gonna throw you a curveball and go on the other side of things. Um, So we had friends circle on the show who are out of Jersey, not too far from you. Oh yeah, Um, love their music. They're so, they're so good. And as dudes themselves, they're hilarious, like freaking amazing. Um, we were on talking to them and we always talk about how, like when we're getting ready to do these interviews, like we get super nervous because we're fans of you guys. And then you guys come in on the interviews and we're like, okay, gotta be cool. Act like we know what we're doing. Not fangirl or internally panic, (laughs) like, you know, and the one thing that Zach said, and the friend circle interview, he was like, well, like you guys are doing great. Like, it's not as awkward as a previous interview we did where they asked us some, like the randomest of questions. Now me being me, curiosity killed the cat. And I asked him, I was like, so what did they ask you? We've taken this question and asked it in every single interview now. And it's the best question I think oh, we have no. ever asked. So if you could be any sandwich, which sandwich would you be and why? Um, I would be, all right. So I used to work in a deli. Um, so I, I know my meats and, and cheeses. <laughs> so I would be a, a boar's head barbecue chicken with Vermont cheddar, lettuce, occasionally tomato and some mustard. And why? Cause you got to go with the basics. You got to go with what you like. So my, my girlfriend hates the fact that if, if I find like a restaurant or something or a bar that I really enjoy, I go back there every time. And that's what this sandwich is. It's just, it's a great combination of things. It's not overcomplicated. Um, and just every time it's, it's good. It sounds amazing. <laughs> I was going to say like, it sounds yeah. so good. I like just got- really enjoy Vermont white cheddars. <laughs> I do too. It's the best. I love, I love cheddar. <laughs> oh my God, like immediately I'm done. <laughs> Like I want it and I want it. Yeah. Now. <laughs> now I need to go get one. <laughs> right. Now I need to go get one. BRB guys, this has been great, but I'm just going to go. <laughs> <laughs> I recommend any, if you guys have, what are, are both of you in the South? No, I'm in Maryland. No. So I'm in okay. North Carolina. I, I recently heard a rumor that delis aren't that big of a thing in the South. Is that true? Hmm. I mean, I I, where I'm to. at, where I'm at in North Carolina, there's not a whole lot of them. However, we have a, a Boar's Head uh, deli here called Jack's Fifth Avenue that has all oh. of the different deli sandwiches and you can make your own there too. And it's my favorite restaurant, hands down. If, well, but take that sandwich down because you're going to need, yeah, you're going to need to go get one now. Mm-hmm. My grocery store is going their own. Though. Yeah. Mm. But see, 10 out of 10 you, would recommend. I know, but see, New York has a lot more of like their food's a lot better than down here most of the time. Now, granted, Maryland's <laughs> we're, got we're better seafood for deli meat. Yes, Maryland's got great seafood. North Carolina's got great beer, but New York has best like everything else, like the pasta, the pizza, the bakeries, the, the pizza. Bread, uh... Y'all win if I'm. You got the freaking cheesecake, yeah. man. You've even got the cheesecake. Yeah. Come on. I know. I know. We're yeah. spoiled up here. We're really, oh we're really spoiled. Cheesecake's literally my favorite dessert. So, so <laughs> I have so good. 
I have family that lives in Nyack, New York. And nice. we went up there. Sadly, we went up there for a funeral, however long oh, ago. I'm sorry. And this was, I don't, I don't even know my family that lives in Nyack. I just know that they live in Nyack. My grandfather, my great uncle was the plumber. Like he was Joan Rivers plumber up in Nyack. Wow. And there was this one Italian restaurant. It was the Mario <laughs> brother. <laughs> I, he was, I look, look, all I know, <laughs> his name was Leroy. <laughs> That's all I He's know. The third part. Oh, shoot. He might be, okay. but there was this there was this Italian restaurant up there across the street from the funeral home. Best freaking Italian food I've ever eaten in my entire life, hands down. Like I've never had anything to top that. And then there was a bakery right around the corner. And we got like the freshest rye bread. Oh my god, you have it the best. I am jealous. Now I'm hungry. Great. I actually, I so I live in. Uh... I live in uh, the city now in, in Queens and, and like, a- anything you could want is just, and it's not even like, that's not the crazy, it's not like Manhattan, but anything you could want, like literally Italian, straight up Italian deli right down the road. Amazing Thai but it's right good. There. Like all of it, just, it's, it's really, I'm spoiled. Yeah. I was like, so what's it like living in the city? Not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I can only look I went to Brooklyn to work on a film one time and try first of all driving through the city and Manhattan and Brooklyn and all of that sucks I was stuck in Manhattan (laughs) for two and a half hours and didn't move like no thank you but it's like everything's walking distance like if you understand how the subway works it, it doesn't you don't need a car yeah, that's like the one nice part. Um, you know, what's funny is like I, I moved down there, but then also what makes sense got really busy and we're upstate New York. So I'm like oh, up no. here all the time. <laughs> this is like our base right here because we I mean, we just went to the studio last weekend. Now I'm back here. Then we're going on tour again. And so our like garage with all of our stuff in it is here and where we practice is here. So uh, luckily the train there's a train stop like right near practice space so it works but I'm up here like all the time right now you guys are doing like a weekender thing aren't you we are with goalkeeper and um yes. another one down's going to do two dates with us on that too so two bands that I look up to and love their music so I, I couldn't be more excited oh yeah somebody else had mentioned goalkeeper to us or that they were super inspired by goalkeeper they're the nicest dudes ever mark is just like he's the mayor of pop punk he knows everybody yeah and then in case we crash is from up there too isn't it aren't they they're they're from canada oh i thought they were both i thought they they were both another canadian band they do have a member from like way upstate new york i think the drummer okay okay because i was like their stuff says canada and new york and i was like oh now you're gonna make me like a fool of my own podcast dang it i'm just kidding no i got you i interviewed them too <laughs> i got the so, down low <laughs> i was gonna say so from i, I should have probably asked this before we started uh started our interview and everything because we were talking about the platforms and everything do you have your own podcast as well yes we do it's the uh nonsense podcast by what makes sense uh you can find us on all platforms nonsense colon a podcast by what makes sense why am I just now finding out about this? Like, wait a <laughs> it's minute. It's a lot of fun. We, we only do, we're only doing like monthly podcasts now. We used to do like two a week and it was, it was pretty overwhelming for what we were doing. Um, I had to edit everything. So um, I feel for, you know, whoever. Yep. I feel for you. That's Sam. her. Yeah. Yep. Not me. Yeah. So, so um, it's just, it like, you have to have iron nerves and like, I could tell both of you do um for me I was just like oh like I can't do this but it was great because we were interviewing so many cool people um and like every you know every two days I got I got the chance to speak with somebody who had a unique perspective on music and you know I could Mm -hmm. learn more about it so and you know just meet new bands too I I have a few friends who work in PR who would send me these new bands my way um so for a while that was my way of discovering new 
two bands and I really enjoyed it. But um, now we're doing just monthly. It's a little bit uh, more streamlined of a format just so I can, you know, kind of easily edit these, send mm-hmm. them out. People can get the general idea of these bands and, you know, go check them out. Yeah, I was going to say, because we, I feel that in all the sense of it, because we have had, I think we've had like 20 something interviews since we started. And we're like, we're like every, every Tuesday, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday is emo nights. Is emo nights. Thursday, Friday. And then we usually double stack on weekends. And it's like the week of our release when we were releasing on St. Patrick's Day. We didn't realize how many episodes we have until I was looking at it. And I was like, huh. well, if, if this is the case, we might as well just post our entire podcast. And I got no sleep yeah. that week just trying to edit and like piece it together and do all of the things. And it, it is work. Like, yes. but we've met so many incredible people out of it. Same thing like you guys have. Like we met you guys. We've met uh, Ivy Paints in case we crash. We get the home team on Friday arrows in action yeah, in a month awesome. like just all of the amazing people and everybody's so humble and it makes it Those dudes, so I mean, much more yeah, you worth just it. named all the guys who like deserve so much more exposure um yeah and, you know i would i would put them in regards to like you know big bigger bands bigger acts they they have the same talent just haven't you know maybe been dealt the same luck or you know mm-hmm. haven't started as early as some of those bands and um incredible talents Oh yeah. And it's everybody's, everybody's so supportive of like one another. Like when we started this, like we, we did promotion stuff and we're like booking agents and stuff way back when, when we were in a band in high school and stuff like 15 years ago. So then we were like, okay, coming and doing it now, talking to different bands and things like that. I guess we were anticipating it to be much more of a struggle to like have this one-on-one type of time with artists Mm-hmm. but it's been like everybody's been so humble and so supportive to the point where they're like yeah anything you need from us like let us know like here's here blind react to this blind react to that let's do this and i'm like mm-hmm. oh my god like people actually like us it's working they're, yeah they're equally as supportive of us as we are of you know you guys as performers yeah. you know what i mean so it's, i mean it's you awesome. guys are you're, you guys are taking you know an, an hour plus because i know there's also editing on the back end to you know get get us exposure and let you know and get to know us and, and let people get to know us as well and um you know widen our audience hopefully and so i really appreciate you having me you know take this time to you know and then you have to listen back to my voice for another two hours too after <laughs> editing so <laughs> i'm sorry and also like, thank you <laughs> i'm gonna mute this track. i'm sorry and thank you yeah. <laughs> sorry not sorry but please post this episode <laughs> <laughs> you, you know you guys have a really you have a cool format you have a cool idea you have a cool name too which is definitely going to take on and you guys are going to carry this a very long way um so it's, it's cool being able to speak with like-minded people who you know enjoy the same music that we do oh yeah and the one thing that yeah. we um do you know have you ever heard of unsigned pop punk have you heard of him yeah yeah so uh, colin yeah so the the yep. one thing that he had posted a video. So when we first got started doing this, the, he posted a video and he was like, look, like we've been there. We understand like what artists go through, like the, the grind that you guys put into it, everything that you guys do, like we fucking get it. And we fucking care quote unquote. And I said, like I said it to Brittany and I was like, this is why we do what we do. Like we've been in your shoes. We know what that's like. So if we can give you guys, something granted we're not all that big either like we've got three thousand followers and everything else but it's like if we can give you guys a little slice of what we have to help get you to the next step or even make connections we've done our job like we've connected bands and everything else so it's like if we can do that for you guys in a simple podcast it's a win for us at the end of the day we've done our like job. you get you get the opportunity to be like look, I hear, I heard these guys before they got big, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, some bands, uh, I, like, for example, I interviewed, um, Action Adventure. I mean, they were already like, they had a platform, um, cause they, they blew up on TikTok and like, um, you know, somebody that we look up to, we also just enjoy their music too. 
but I interviewed them maybe like a few weeks or a month before they got they announced their signing to Pure Noise, and I was like, "That's sick!" Oh. Like I, I I think I was the last person to like interview them, um, and so it's cool just to like be able to watch people you know grow with the bands that like we've seen like over time the podcast you know more people have been listening to the podcast and um, you know we've been able to say like okay like maybe I'm able to provide a little bit more of a platform for, you know, smaller bands too. And oh, yeah. I think what we're doing now is I like, I like finding bands that are at, at our level who, you know, know that struggle, who take time off of work and like have these crazy long nights and then have to resume on Monday. Um, and you, you get to kind of laugh at it, laugh about it, you know, the next day. Um, and I enjoy hearing those stories because I'm able to share it, but also like hopefully I can do something to help these people out because um, that oh, makes yeah. me feel good. And also I yeah. enjoy their music. Yeah. And I was going to say, I have mad respect for you and you guys, because not only are you guys incredible musicians, but you also have a podcast that does very similar, if not almost the same exact thing that we do. And I know what I go through on my end and like what we go through and the fact that you're kind of doing both at the same time, I give you mad props. I don't know how you do it. Cause like I, I work full time and then I eat, sleep and breathe this podcast at the end of the day. I haven't slept in two months. I love that you put that passion behind it. Um, I think everybody should have something outside of just normal life and work that you could, you can use as a creative outlet. That's Mm -hmm. what humans are. We are creative and you're, you're building something beautiful here. And I, I think more people should be able to find an outlet like this. Oh yeah, but it's, and I feel like, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like this scene that we're in, like this music scene and everything took like a few years off and is now making like, it's in its comeback phase completely. Like so yeah, many um, of- I mean, sorry, we, we were, I was just gonna say, we were a part of the group of bands, you know, starting in let's say 2018, 2019 mm-hmm. that, um, you know, we were just getting out of college and, you know, just kind of starting adult life and, you know, having some availability on the weekends to do some stuff like this. But then the the pandemic hit. And so we were all kind of in hibernation for a while. And now you're seeing all these young bands pop up. And, you know, I'm, I'm seeing people on TikTok who took that time, you know, from the start of the pandemic when TikTok kind of was just getting, gaining popularity and that became a huge platform because everybody was at home and on their phones. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, they've just grown online. And some people who haven't even played a show are, you know, ranking in these crazy numbers. Um, so it's cool to see. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say it's like a new generation. I mean, I'm, I'm a millennial as well. And, you know, a lot of bands I listen to are, you know, in their 30s and such. So it's it's not like that big of an age gap, but um it's a different time in life you know that we had in our early 20s mid 20s than they did Mm -hmm. and so now we're seeing a lot of people who in my you know age group are um you know doing some really badass shit oh completely completely like i said like it's just like it's like maybe the pandemic maybe the better we're just incubated all of these like this new wave maybe not new wave but like all of these incredible artists and newer bands that are inspired by some of the, the older artists or things that like we grew up with. And it's like, you're pumping out with these things. And it's just like, for me, it's super nostalgic. Like I feel Absolutely. like in some ways, like granted, I wake up in the morning and I feel like I'm 70 years old, but it's like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. not mentally right. though, not Men- mentally. Yeah, it's just I'm our bodies worried. are breaking down. <laughs> right. According to my driver's license, I'm not that but I still second guess it sometimes, <laughs> but it's like all of these bands are coming out now. And it's like, it's like history is repeating itself all again. over again. Yeah. 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 You know what it is? It's, it's a new scene. Um, yes. It's kids who grew up on this music, but it, you know, it, the popularity dipped after kind of the warp tour era and um, you know, the introduction of more electronic music. Mm-hmm. And I think, um obviously like guitar based music isn't quite as popular as it used to be but i think i think it's people kind of rediscovering the classics that's at least the position i was in was mm-hmm. um you know i found out about the wonder years and the story so far after college i'm you know i'm only 27 so that was like 4 years ago 
um, that wasn't a very long time. Right. So I, I think it's people, it, it's, <clears throat> it's a new scene because there is this whole group of, um, you know, when it was big, like in, you know, 2012 and all that, where like people were going out to these shows and they were wild, kind of had a little bit of a lull, I think. There wasn't a whole lot, like, I would say maybe like 2017 to 2019. I don't really know a whole lot of stuff that went on there. No. Um, no. So, so it, it's people kind of, you know, picking back up on that, I feel like. And it's cool because, um, you know, I now get to be a part of that. And I, I feel like we're, we're rebuilding something cool here. Oh, yeah. But it's also we really, agree. it's also really interesting because like Brittany and I were going to local shows when the story so far was still playing local shows or I'm the so dangerous summer or all time low. Like we were promoters at that time, like yeah. doing all of those things. So it's like now being 15 years later, like we're both in our thirties and just seeing where all these bands are and everything. It's just like, damn, like back when we were lists, we were going to local shows and it was the biggest thing if you were playing with the story so far, or he is legend. That's another one, a guy that we used to know that we used to promote his band was the guitarist and he is legend for a while. So it's like all of these things, and it's just kind of like, damn, like I miss this. I miss being a Wait, part of who? It. Alex from Catching Thieves was in He Is Legend. Shut up. How did I not know that? How did you not know that? I don't, I don't know. How did I not know that? We were their freaking oh street team. I know. Catching the oh my God, they were amazing. God, Literally, man. my heart broke when my CD broke. I, I'm not even oh. kidding. Yeah, I had their CD still, and somebody broke it. I don't know if it was my child or my husband, but somebody broke it. <sighs> I was devastated. I still have an autographed T-shirt. <sighs> yeah. Um, bring that. Right? <laughs> I also have a signed MCR one and all of the Good Charlotte dolls still. Yeah. Wow. That's special. Yeah, well, Brittany and I are also from Waldorf, Maryland, originally, which is where Good Charlotte is from. So no we had a ridiculous obsession with Good Charlotte coming up. So that's so uh, sick. You could say, like, literally, they grew up in this scene. <laughs> that, I mean, yeah. yeah, they did. Like, we were all in this. The only thing that makes me mad about it, the scene now, is, and I've said this a couple of times, is like people who are in like this emo scene and everything now. It's like, it's okay. Whereas back in the day, I would get my ass kicked for being an emo kid. So I'm yeah. slightly, slightly jealous to a degree. I'm like, man, like now I'm like a, almost like a closet emo kid. Like I'm tattooed, working a nine to five at a corporate job. I'm a bank manager. I would have gotten my ass kicked if that was me back in the day. And everybody's like, yeah, it's the new cool thing. And I'm like, man, like, come on. <laughs> the alternative is in. It really is. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. I don't know. I liked being different back in the day. I didn't want to fit in. I mean, I didn't either, but I also Super got rebellious. so bad back yeah. then. Yeah. So bad. But it's fine. I grew up with trauma. It's all good. You know, it's fine. Hey. That's, life. Um, <laughs> that's how I feel. I mean, <laughs> look, I think that's, that's what triggered me it. earlier when that guy commented a hate comment on our music video for maybe someday. Oh, yeah. I almost went off. <laughs> like, Do it. so we, we, well, the I was. That isn't real. Go for it. See, well, apparently, according to this guy, maybe someday wasn't real and their song's not real. Yeah, it was, it was bad. I almost went off. Like, it, it triggered me to a degree. And my mama bear popped yeah. out. And then Montana from maybe someday commented on it. And he was like, calm down. I got it. It's like, it's like yeah they're they're so fake i was about to make a fool of myself <laughs> but her thing is like you can come for us like any day but like don't talk smack about the bands that we support you know what i mean yeah yeah i'll do that like all uh, yeah I'll, I'll go off on somebody in the comment section like, if, <laughs> yeah but it's like if we posted some dumb stuff on my friend's stuff and i was like bro like just go crawl back into the hole that you came from like, you <laughs> that, miserable well, that's what I, yeah piece of flesh get out of here <laughs> that's what i said to the dude who commented i was like coming from the guy who has 29 followers and a private burn. profile like burn if anybody's fake you're fake bro like come on and then maybe someday commented on it and the dude just stopped talking but i was like yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. You realize the dumb decision you made to engage in this war. But it's like, (laughs) but it's like we've created and going, going back to like the community and everything that's here is Brittany and I are very, I don't want to say territorial, but we're very protective of like the people who are in the elder emo fam, like you guys, like if we had posted something on our page about you guys, you guys, and somebody decided to be a dickhead about it, I would go off like, no, come for me. Don't go after the band. Don't go after them. Like fight me, (laughs) fight me. (laughs) Like just super protective of like, I don't know. That's right in a battle. Right, (laughs) right. Like let us go at it and you guys can stand behind us and be like, yeah, yeah, you messed with the wrong podcast. What she said. (laughs) You better better not come for us because she'll kick your ass. (laughs) (laughs) Right, exactly. And it's just, that's what I was like, even Brittany and I were like, like, don't even come for us all you want, but don't come after one of our bands on our page. Like we have this community of artists it's that not worth it too like no why do you have this negative energy like what's yeah. wrong with you right it's like no, literally people. was nothing was there but it's like this since we started doing this like this whole community that we've kind of become a part of and i mean for not to tutor on horn but have kind of helped support bring up at the same time like there's us doing the podcast interviews for everybody to get to know you guys as artists and bands and stuff and then we've met um Devin who goes by hey there I'm Devin our part-time poet and he's doing live song reviews of band songs and things so it's like between him doing those and us doing these it's like we're taking two of the best factors of every musician or every band and being like here here's both of them let's go and we partner together like if he knows somebody or hears somebody he's like you need to talk to them you need to interview them or vice versa so it's like there's this double thing of us trying to do we all have the same end goal we're all looking out for the same thing and we're trying to work together to help out i don't want to say underdog but like the little guys the smaller guys yeah you're right like not everybody in our repertoire is like a very very little dog we're trying to help out the entire animal rescue at this point yeah (laughs) the whole kingdom the whole whole animal kingdom because it's, yeah. I mean, off the record, when we're not on the record, we'll tell you more about it. But like, we have people coming on our show in the next couple of weeks that are going to be major game changers of bringing attention to some of our bands that we're like, okay, if we can get a mixture of these, it's going to take these guys, like you guys, or um, Ivy Paint, or Through It All, or all of them, and take you guys to hopefully another level in another band. And for me, that's a win. We got told last night in a live that what we're doing has changed somebody's life to the point where it's like, they've been going through like a really rough time and hard things. And like, they discovered us and what we're doing and it turned everything around for them and all this other stuff. And I was like, that means we're doing something right. That's we're what doing it's all about. Something right. You nailed it. Yeah. Like, yeah, I cried. How good does I that cried. feel? I cried on a live like and I'm not a pretty crier at the end of the day so it was not the best who is (laughs) I mean yes but it was like it's like that just means that we're doing something right what we set out to do is what we're doing if you even touch one person's life in a positive way that's a win yeah no completely completely especially Um, today's day and age oh yeah where attention spans are are minimal and you know Mm. to to have somebody say hey look like i've invested time in you and you know i've invested you know part of my uh my day towards you know what you guys do and i thoroughly enjoy it that's that's like the greatest feeling ever yeah oh yeah and it's just like it's it's really cool at the end of the day to see all of these things and be a part of these and to say like so like when you decide that well not when you decide but when it happens that you're going touring with like freaking newfound glory or one of them we can say these little guys in north carolina and maryland be like hey i talked to him once i knew him once (laughs) we might have we might have put one little stepping stone there but you know what they stepped on it 
Might have been a pebble. Yeah. Just well, a little bit of pebble. To do something in the south. So if you guys, it may not be the, it might not be with newfound glory, but um, <laughs> you know, we, we've got we've got friends. Well, my sister lives in North Carolina, and many friends live in North Carolina. So Sweet. you know, you know what's on the way down is Maryland. So it's yeah. a realistic possibility That's that we can hit those two states very soon. I mean, I live I'm in here the for beach, it. So sold. Sold. I live in the beach is 10 minutes away from my house. Oh my god. I can't go so nice. <laughs> and if and if you drink beer, we are the city I'm in yeah. is one of the top 10 in the United States for craft beer. So any recommendations on a brewery? Down here? Yeah. Ooh, now we're gonna talk beer. Um <laughs> one of my favorites is flying machine. It's flying like um machine. Yeah, it's like a steampunk aviation theme brewery. Let me write that down. And they they have all kinds of different ranges of beer, from like your Kolsch to your porters to your stouts to your um, lagers, all of the different ones. But one of the best things that they have is they also make beer slushies. What? How is that yes. even possible? But they, so they take their sours, like their sour beers and turn them into slushies. Mm -hmm. They're like 8% each and they are the best thing you will ever drink. (laughs) Oh, that would be the end of me. (laughs) Why am I still in Maryland? Like Also, (laughs) we have a place down here called Four Tap House where you go in there and you get a a wristband that you can use to get whatever beer you want. There's like 40 taps of beer and you pour your own beer however much you want what is that and they also have wine no way yep oh my gosh we also if you like pumpkin beer like i'm a basic bitch like a very big like i bleed pumpkin spice at the end of the day (laughs) um you have uh wilmington brewing company has a um a, a pumpkin beer called Pretty Pumpkin that's actually brewed with pumpkin pies from Appalachian's, which is a New York style bakery down here. Oh, wow. And it comes with a brown sugar rim. Mm. No. Oh, yes. Wow. Oh, actually, God, I yes. like pumpkin beers. I, um, I was working at a beer tent one uh, October for like and you know and it was like a pumpkin fest or whatever they carve pumpkins people can walk by them and see them um but you know we were like we decided to take matters into our own hands and um we weren't getting paid enough and then we couldn't accept tips so we just started drinking the beer yeah it was also cold as hell so we, we were like all right let's get like a little bit of a buzz on um so we'd either have a pumpkin beer or trade it for a Sambuca with the uh, security guards and drink it out of a coffee cup. <laughs> but um, pumpkin beer does have a special place in my heart because uh, we that's like kind of what kept us going through mm-hmm. when it was like 30 degrees out. <laughs> All right. So look, I'll make you a deal. If you come down to North Carolina, obviously you got friends and stuff here, but if you come to Wilmington, North Carolina, which is where I'm at, I will take you on an entire beer excursion of Wilmington. You don't have to twist our arm. We are big beer guys. We we go from the the lowest of the low to the best of the best. Uh, Look, we've we, got we roll all with of the Rolling stuff. Rocks, but we also like craft beers. So all of that stuff. <laughs> uh, we have know. all of the craft beer down here. Um, we also have a taco joint downtown that has margaritas on tap. Ooh, sold that. That's good stuff too. Oh yes, I can't do tequila. I never thought about that. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. How do we do that? (laughs) We've also got a place that's got um, any type of beer, like any type of beer you can think of. It's called Cape Fear Wine and Beer, and they also have homemade mead as well. (laughs) That's crazy. (laughs) Mead, if you (laughs) mead is a silent killer. Let me tell you, really is really. It's so good. It's like it's super sweet. But like one glass of it will put you on your ass and you will hate your life the next day. I've never tried so it. Good so. Some of it is sweet and then some of it is very dry. Yeah. There's we're also, in, um, well, how do you feel about IPAs? Love them. Have you ever had an Love IPA? Them. I mean, IPA is like a basic white man's version of a pumpkin spice latte. 
Oh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we can't get enough of it. See, depending oh on the IPA. God. So IPAs down here are a huge thing. Like everybody has IPAs. Wilmington Brewing Company is the one that I was telling you about. They have uh, one that's called Tropical Lightning. Best one, 8%. That's a cool name. That sounds amazing, actually. Oh, yeah. And they also have, they have another one that's like a blood orange one. Ooh. It's so good. We also have like 420 inspired ones that smell like straight weed in a glass. <laughs> like so we've good. got we've oh, got Mad Mole Brewing, Franceville Brewing Company, Front Street Brew. Like there's beer everywhere. We also have um, uh, Cape Fear Wine and Beer Fest, where you pay 50 bucks. You pay 50 bucks, you get like I think it's like an eight ounce glass, like a small eight ounce glass, and you can drink however much you want the whole time you're there for 50 bucks. Oh, that's and funny. they they give you a necklace with pretzels on it so you can eat something while you're drinking that's smart i'm sure that like the first year they did that they didn't do it and i'm sure it was a goddamn mess. look I'm a pretzel gonna, necklace i'm gonna out myself the first year that i went i got so wasted i lost 50 bucks somewhere and somehow ended up at the hospital with a friend of mine who was giving birth i don't know how it <laughs> happened but i sobered you, so up you, in the pregame to birth, <laughs> like it was I can't bad. Do this over. <laughs> oh my god! I, I Were remember you like sobering. cheering in the in the delivery room. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I didn't know what was going on. It was right. <laughs> I was. It wasn't. Even, I had no idea what was going on. It was so bad. Why am I at the hospital? Yeah, where? Pretty I? much. Oh, what god. time is it? What year is it? Oh my god! I it was it was so bad so bad we're also known for our shots like the thing about wilmington is you eat and drink your way down here so <laughs> if you come down here we'll get good food you can try our deli and give us your honest opinion on our deli and drink some good beer it's got boar's head it should be fine it does yeah. it does yeah it does it's like the only deli place around here so but it's good enough for me so it's it's true then that there's not many delis in the south we used to have them but they just didn't do that well down here Mm. we're also in a college that's because the south is known for like barbecue and stuff so okay but look i don't like the vinegar based barbecue like the vinegar based barbecue freaks me out like the carolina barbecue yeah i can't do it whole conversation about this this weekend because somebody was saying there's also like mustard based uh stuff and i was mustard based barbecue and i'm like why <laughs> it's carolina it's carolina sweet barbecue sauce and i like it's, carolina sweet that's actually good it's uh maybe that's not the one the carolina I sour i can't do the carolina it's like yellow it. it's not it doesn't look like regular barbecue sauce it's like yellow we have some in my refrigerator it's i don't like it <laughs> yeah no not your favorite <laughs> my husband eats it i don't know i make good. what they call down here red sauce barbecue What's because that? I don't it's regular barbecue sauce just regular barbecue yeah. <laughs> except I put Old Bay in mine because I live off of oh, Old Bay nice Maryland yeah uh, uh-huh. that's so Maryland of you look nope. a friend of mine I'm anti-Maryland a friend of mine bought me an Old Bay keychain that's full of Old Bay so wherever I am no I always have Old Bay yes oh that's so sick man I put Old Bay on everything like it's like crack they need more of that for like other stuff. Like, I, I mean, the, you could put anything in a keychain. Yes. I don't know why we haven't thought of like putting uh, what's that? Like the McCormick like barbecue salt <laughs> or whatever. In. <laughs> that stuff is so good. Oh, so what you're telling me right now is what makes sense is going to come up with a whole new line of a like a promotion line of like the seasonings. Yes, that are you can make your own drugs. like seasoning order <laughs> keychains with your logo on it, and then right, you can fill it, it with whatever you want. Wait, you're, you can so, fill it with what makes sense. Yes, <laughs> that's what it'll say on it too, in like some old school fifties way. <laughs> that's great. So you're actually talking idea. to the the barbecue pit master of what makes sense. Uh oh, okay. Do that, but, no. Um, so every time we go to the studio, since I, I play bass, so like 
I also I can't sit still and that's what a lot of studio time is and so what I do is I usually cook for everybody so that means um because I don't always have a grill I live in an apartment so I don't really have a grill <laughs> so our producer Chris has one and I use the hell out of that thing um so like this weekend we had chorizo we had burgers we had uh chicken caesar salad that was grilled all of that like that's what I spent most of my time doing this weekend. Oh my God, that's great. So we're going to New York to the studio <laughs> to get barbecue from Aaron. Yeah, if you want to just drive out to like Rhode Island, that's where we do it. <laughs> Road trip. That's where we're going. That's where you we're know, going. Rhode this Island, weekend. known for their barbecue. All right, well, <laughs> I'll see you. I'll see you here in like, what, six hours? I'll be there in six <laughs> hours and then we'll get there in probably like 14. <laughs> because yeah. <laughs> oh my god go at night <laughs> terrible right and then we just show up there and he's gonna be like what the hell are you doing hey just come over the barbecue then we're gonna leave yeah. I'll be like, oh, shit. sorry chris i forgot to text you <laughs> sorry they're they're not weird i promise we talked for, talk for about an hour they're pretty cool <laughs> yeah. yeah i know them like family at this point right. yeah, give, give them a beer Tell them I'll fire up the grill. I'll be there in four hours. <laughs> right. So we bonded over beer and barbecue already. So I think we're yeah. already winning. That's As if right. that's the only grill in the entire New England area. Yeah. <laughs> in, be, within right? a four-hour distance. It's the only one. Yeah. It's only that uh-huh. one. <laughs> they don't exist anywhere in Connecticut or New York. No, of course Rhode not. Island. No, of course not. It's too um, cold up there for grills, y'all. We're allowed to have grills. Oh, it it affects it too. I've I've done I like I love grilling. That's what one of my favorite things is just drinking and doing and just grilling, which usually is just like not a good idea. But um, I'll just be out in twenty degree weather at trying to grill. But like it's (laughs) fucking freezing out there. Yeah, (laughs) you can't necessarily cook something. It's like trying to like if you stuck an oven outside and tried to cook it. Right, it's not gonna work. So um the picture that i just had in my head two hours was like have you ever seen a christmas story where the uh the little kid screaming how he can't put his arms down because he's so bundled up yeah i'm like this (laughs) 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 oh man you're trying to flip and you're like (laughs) i've been like that i'll like i'll i'll turn to like the the glass sliding door and i'm just like bundled up three layers on and everybody's like you can come inside i'm like no i gotta man the grill i have to be here if i if takes I move, his, his whole body to flip something because he's in so many layers yeah. oh my god i use both arms <laughs> oh man uh well we touched on it a little bit but tell us what's next for what makes sense Aside from well, these barbecue excursions, what's yeah, next? Yeah, besides some sick barbecue and uh, some keychains with seasoning in it. Um, <laughs> so we have our tour coming up. I'm not sure what, I, I know you said this interview might come out a little bit later. So um, probably after the, by the time this episode comes out, we would have just done a tour with Goalkeeper um, in New England area. And we're also doing some stuff with, um, great band called poeta our friend george powell also runs a pop punk podcast called limelight podcast would definitely recommend it he's done some sick stuff he's also a tiktok guru so if you want some ideas definitely go over there um so we're going to be doing some shows with him in may um we're lining some things up for the summer right now so i'm I'm hoping that a lot of it comes to fruition it's a lot of fun stuff but beyond that we do have some music in our back pocket um, we have a few songs that we are looking forward to releasing, hopefully in the early summer. And we also just did a recording session. And so, um, those sound, those, those songs felt very good. It was, uh, it was challenging for us. It was a kind of, I wouldn't say entirely new sound, but it's a little bit heavier than what we've done previously. It's a little bit more, um, towards, I think what we are always sort of going for and Mm -hmm. i'm really excited to share that when the time comes so definitely look forward to that um because i i think this is the one that's gonna really help us grow quite a bit and you know i'm I'm hoping people enjoy it well maybe we can't wait for that (laughs) yeah i was gonna say 
maybe if it's like if you guys would allow us we could also do a blind react to that and put an episode and stuff together for you guys on that for your new stuff coming out when we have when not i'm not talking about like tomorrow coming up but when you oh, no, do no 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 but we do have stuff ready it's just not ready to be released if that makes sense um mm-hmm. we're we're we have some things going on that we're working towards and so um that should be coming to fruition i think you know in several months that's awesome yeah super excited really for you guys to it. super excited for you guys you guys have a lot of really exciting things um in the works we are coming up to our hour mark though as though i feel like we could probably sit here yes. for hours and talk about anything and everything but Aaron, we appreciate you <laughs> coming to hang out with us. Yeah, <laughs> appreciate you coming to hang out with us, giving us some of your time. I know you're busy, and you guys have a lot of things that are going on. So I'm really glad that we can make this work. Um, but, ladies and gentlemen, we have Aaron here from What Makes Sense. You can find them on all social media platforms. You can find them on Spotify. You can find them on Apple Music. Please go and listen to them and stream them. Please go follow them on everything, and please go find Aaron's personal page and follow him on there as well. If not, he will haunt you in the best way possible with his adorable (laughs) cat that he also introduces us to every now and again. Um, But please go follow them. If you go and check them out, please let them know that the Elder Emo Hour sent you. Aaron, thank you again. We really appreciate you. Thank you. It was so nice meeting you. Yeah, Sam and Brittany, it's been an absolute pleasure spending the last hour with you guys. Let's let's keep in contact. Um, Absolutely. I'm really hoping... I know for a fact we will get down south of where we are, you know, within the next year or two. So sounds um, good. I'm really hoping we can connect on that. And, you know, if, if we're not playing those days, at least go see some shows or some breweries. Oh Heck yeah, yeah. Absolutely. let's do it. Absolutely. Let's do it. Let's play that. I'm gonna hold you to that. <laughs> uh, but again, ladies and gentlemen, this was Aaron from what makes sense.